Welcome to Tubonga Tax, a podcast that provides you with tax information that you need to stay ahead on tax matters. Here, we simplify the complex jargon of tax. I'm your host, Alan Madoka. And today, we are joined by Bwana JC Njogona. JC Njogona is from the department in KRA known as DTD in short, or in long, Domestic Taxes Department. Bwana JC, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Mr. Aaron, for having me here. Now, today we are talking about a subject, Moto Moto. It's on the lips of everyone out there, of every taxpayer in Kenya. Guess what it is, guys? It is digital service tax. Bwana Jogona, before we get into this matter of digital service tax, what is digital service tax, otherwise known as DST? Uh, thank you. Uh, digital service tax is a tax that is payable on income derived or accrued in Kenya from services offered through a digital marketplace. Okay, could you give us an example of uh, digital services as identified in the Act? A digital marketplace is a platform that enables a direct interaction between the seller of goods and services through which the seller and the purchaser are able to engage in a transaction. So does this mean, for example, if Alan goes online and uh, he subscribes to an online streaming service or if he goes online and orders a T-shirt from an online retailer, that, that is an equivalent of a digital service provider? Uh, well, when it comes to digital service platform, this is just a platform where the seller and the purchaser are able to engage. And what happens here is that the, the platform provider may charge a service for creating an interaction between the seller and the purchaser and therefore charge for the service uh, he has provided. This transaction may involve goods or services which may be transacted. Nonetheless, what will be charged to tax will be the charge for the service which was provided and the tax thereon is 1.5% of that charge. Ah, I understand you, Buona Jugona. So this is to clarify, as a service, I am buying a T-shirt online for a thousand shillings. You're not charging on that. But the platform that I'm using is going to charge me, for example, 500 shillings to bring that T-shirt from the online marketplace to my house. So it is that 500 shillings that you are going to tax, not the 1,000 shillings of the actual product that I've bought. Am I correct? You are correct, Alan, because as we are saying here, the product may be going for a certain value. It could be 10,000, 100,000, but the platform provider could be charging for that service maybe something like uh, 2,000 shillings, and therefore the tax thereon will be 1.5% uh, of that 2,000. Ah, perfect. So uh, to clarify, what is the rate of DST? The rate of DST, uh, DST is payable at 1.5% of the gross transaction value and is due at the time of transfer of the payment for the service to the service provider, effective from 1st January 2021. Ah, okay. Now, is DST a final tax? DST may be a final tax or be available for set-off. And that will depend on whether 
it is in respect of a non-resident or a resident. In this case, when it is a case of a non-resident or a non-resident who has a permanent establishment in Kenya, the tax deducted and limited becomes a final tax. But in the case of a resident, that person will have it as a credit which will be available for set off against the, the taxes for that year of income. Ah, thank you very much for that clarification. Now, there are probably a lot of misconceptions out there that you've seen in the digital blog sphere about this tax, but kindly give us what are the advantages and benefits of introducing DST or digital service tax? There are various considerations in introducing digital service tax. We are quite aware that we are living in a dynamic world and therefore uh, there is a need to ensure that we are able to catch up with these changes uh, in the world of commerce. Previously, uh, we had the businesses of the ordinary commerce of buying and selling uh, in a certain uh, premises. But nonetheless, a lot of things have changed uh, worldwide in terms of the way we conduct business. And therefore, uh, there is a need to make sure that we also catch up with a way to handle these new developments. And therefore, there are various uh, advantages and benefits, which I'd like just to point them out. Yes, please do. Therefore, collection of uh, um, uh, a digital service tax intends to, one, address the changing business models. Yes. The introduction of this tax recognizes the changing trends in the way business is conducted. There has been a shift in the recent years from the traditional brick and mortar ways of doing business through physical shops to business transactions being conducted online. That's very true. That's the that's world we live in right now. Exactly. And therefore, um, as a revenue authority, uh, there is a need to bring all these on board. The other one is for purpose uh, of expanding the tax base. This tax brings into the tax net platform providers who earn or drive income in or from Kenya as a result of offering a meeting place for buyers and sellers. These players will now contribute to the revenue basket of the country. I guess the best analogy for that is there is nothing for free. These people are, are, are earning an income. They're earning a revenue stream from the country, from the citizens of Kenya. They are making money. Uh, you know, most cases are profit. So, indeed, it is only fair that, that they contribute to, to nation building. Uh, the other uh, advantage is to ensure equity and fairness and neutrality in taxation between traditional methods of doing business and the new ways of transacting of our digital platforms. The digital players who compete with business that are liable to tax through the traditional methods of taxation they may be disadvantaged if we don't bring on board these sort of traders who are also benefiting from the services which are provided by the government. Okay. So in addition, this tax also comes to level the playing field in terms of paying 
their fair share of taxes and facilitate nation building. I see. Now, I think this whole subject of DST has really become clear to me, and I hope to you taxpayers as well who are listening in and tuning in, I hope it's become clear to you too. One of my last questions to you is, how will the collection of digital services tax be done? Uh, thanks, Alan. The department has come up with a method of ensuring efficient collection of these taxes. And uh, in so doing, one of the arrangements is that the tax will be collected and limited by agents appointed by the Commissioner of Domestic Taxes. Overseas companies operating on the digital market space do, uh, they don't have any physical offices locally will be required to appoint a local tax representative or will be accounting and uh, will be accounting and limiting tax on their behalf. So what we are saying here is that uh, one, uh, there will be a requirement uh, that these companies which don't have any local representation, they may need to appoint a local agent who will be accounting and limiting uh, these taxes. If they don't do that, then commissioner may go ahead and appoint an agent for that purpose. Ah, okay. So for that one, basically, if somebody is wholly based abroad, whichever country it is outside of the republic, they have to have somebody in Kenya who they appoint in writing to be their agent to collect these taxes and remit them on their behalf. Exactly. There has to be someone, and they are rather at liberty to appoint. You are quite aware that some of these companies, they have auditors who are perhaps uh, among the top five, or as the case may be, and therefore they have representations worldwide. They can appoint some of these as their agents or any other as long as they are satisfied that that person uh, will be able to account for this correction and remittance to a commissioner of domestic taxes. Okay, Wananjuguna, thank you for that. Now I have left the biggest question to last, and it's probably out of all the arguments I've seen out there online, uh, it's probably the biggest question out there. So finally, kindly clarify to taxpayers, is DST double taxation? Uh, thank you once again. The understanding of digital service tax as it has been introduced, it does not in any way amount to double taxation. Why is that? Ideally, as a matter of principle, taxes are levied in the country where the income is sourced. And in this case, uh, uh, the, the platform which are based in Kenya or they have enabled transactions to be done in Kenya, then such incomes are construed as income that have arisen in Kenya. And therefore, it is charged tax like any other resident company. And therefore, the aspect of double taxation does not arise. As mentioned earlier, this, the charge is on the service that was provided by either a Kenyan seller or a Kenyan purchaser. And in that case, as provided also in the Act, a business that is done partly in Kenya and partly outside Kenya is construed to be a business uh, performed or carried out in Kenya. 
and therefore liable to tax as provided under the Income Tax Act. Thank you very much for enlightening us today on this hot-button topic, digital service tax. Thank you very much, Abwana Juguna, for joining us. Thank you very much. Okay, there you go, taxpayers. This has been Tubonga Tax, and thank you so much for listening. KRA has made it easier for you to file and pay your taxes through a mobile application known as the KRA M Service app. Download the app today from the Google Play Store. For more information, visit KRA at www.kra.go.ke. Until next time, I've been your host, Alan Madoka. Goodbye. Oh, 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 oh,